0: Welcome to This Is Your Book Club Podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Jamie. So good to be back. Welcome. I happy New Year. New Year. New excitement for a new like year
1: of reading. Yes. New goals Uh, to be made.
0: Set. Achieve. I know. I love the new year. It feels fresh, like a new start. I agree. Like high hopes. Yes. All of that. Like I have clean.
1: Yeah. Clean stuff. I haven't messed it up yet. No.
0: Right, I ha- I'm not behind. I'm not behind anything yet. We just got started. In fact, I'm one book ahead of
1: schedule, already. I haven't technically set my goal yet, nor have I technically finished a book yet. Oh, I, I
0: unfortunately, right, was reading over the change to the new year. So, like, I finished yeah. a book on New Year's Day. Well, the tail end of a book. Yeah. But since it finished on New Year's Day, it counted. It counted.
1: I may have smudged mine a little. I finished <laughs> it a few years into New Year's, a few hours into New Year's Day, but I counted it so that I made my goal for 2021. Well, that's fair. But I I'm being honest about it. Exactly. I am smudging, but I'm letting you know that I marked it on Goodreads right before midnight and rated it because I was close enough that I knew I could rate it. Sure. I yes. knew what I felt about it. Yes. And then once the party was over and everyone went home, I went back to it and finished it up. That's impressive. Before daylight of New Year's Day, I finished it.
0: That's incredible because I would have been like, eh, I'll see you tomorrow, which is what I did with my book. It was like I had, I actually had about three hours
1: left of my 17 Uh, hour book. It was a decently long book. Well, this one was a 25 hour book. So it did take a long time. That's a doozy. And all my kids were home all week. It wasn't my normal schedule. I just can't get to my book as much as I could. And so maybe I should have picked a book that wasn't as long, but it was, it was one I had waited a long time. I'll talk about it today. I, it was on my wait list forever. It came available and it was getting down to being due in like Uh, seven days. And I didn't want to wait for it again. So I had to dive in and do it the last week of the year. Totally Took me into a couple hours of the new year, but I'm counting it because 98% of the book was read in 2021. That counts as a 2021, and it was really like a two book length. It really is like that's a long book. Is a long book.
0: We've kind of talked about that. Like as I've as I made my 2022 goal, it was like I really put a lot of consideration into that because I had such a high goal last year that I found myself. Picking and choosing books based on length rather than on like interest, right? What I actually want to read. Want I'm like, read. oh, I really want to read that, but it's too long. Yeah, it takes up too much of my time, so I'm going to uh-huh. pick a shorter book. And so I don't want to do that this year. So I did, and we kind of talked about this in our last podcast. But I, fi- yeah. I officially set mine at 125, 125, okay. thinking like, okay, that's 25 books less than last year. Hopefully, that will allow me to read what I want to read. Right. Give you a little more flexibility. And still keep me pushed a little bit, right? right. Like, I want to be reaching for the goal, not like Absolutely.
1: overshooting. Yeah. I think that's great. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. We'll see. Yeah. I'll get back with you on my goal. That's okay. I'm still working on that one. You can. There's this thing in my head that, like, I want to say 10 books a month. Okay. Which is 120. Mm-hmm. That's a good goal, which is great. But That's a I, lot of books. I could go to 125, but then it's ten point something books a month. But <laughs> yes, it is. It is like math, a weird. My like the OCD is like just make it even. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking 120. We'll see. I think that's a great. That's still. I like, gotta get it set. That's a ton of books. It's still a lot a of month. books. 10 yeah. books a month. That's, a, that's lot. a lot of books. So anyway, I love it. That's where I'm going with that. We'll get there. Very good. But before we start
0: with our What's on Your Shelf, which is yeah. this week's episode, yay! Um, we need our fun fact.
1: Yeah, so I was just looking through some of the reviews of uh, the book for the month, which is Wish You Were Here by Jodi Pickle. Um, one of the reviews stood out to me, and you'll see why.
0: Okay. Um
1: Jody Pickle once again proves she is the master of waiting through the darkness to find the light. Wish you were here is a powerfully evocative story of resilience and the triumph triumph of the human spirit. Taylor Jenkins Reid.
0: Ooh, I, I just love Taylor, pass Jenkins up Reed. Taylor Jenkins Reid. She really does do that. Like I'm a little bit nervous actually. I love Mm-hmm. Jodi Picoult, who doesn't? Right, like her books are always like really thought provoking. They take you deep. You mm-hmm. have to, you kind of sometimes have to rectify preconceived notions, right, in her books and the way that she presents certain outlooks, and you have to gear up for that. At least right. I have, I have to be like ready.
1: Like, am I ready right. to self reflect and? and- 2020. And this one being pandemic. Like, are you ready for what we real I mean, these things that we have to ready ourselves for often are things we've never experienced. Yes. Now we're readying ourselves for something we've lived through and are still living through. Yes. Yeah.
0: Exactly.
1: Another one of the reviews, just when you said that, it reminded me of this one, um, says, if there's anyone who can tackle the pandemic, it's Jody Pickle. For real, though. Which is Like, this is heavy. This is real. This is hanging on all of our hearts right now.
0: Yeah. And the other thing I was going to even say is a lot of her topics, too, are things that have happened. Like, they're kind of social issues that maybe have happened.
1: Historically. Right, right. So, it's not necessarily
0: imminent to right now. Absolutely. And I, I do feel like this is going to touch everyone everyone has had a deep experience with we can all with covid absolutely relate to this and i'm so worried about how <clears throat> it's gonna affect oh, no. me like where am i gonna end up with this oh. book i don't know but i'm i am ready i'm ready too. i'm, I'm gonna it's tackle good this one 2022 start maybe i need the year. i need a reckoning for my feelings right right like something to set yes, me straight i, I don't know so too Okay, very good. I'm excited. Hi. Yeah, I already have it available to me. It's just waiting for me to read. Ooh, I think I, I
1: think I do too. And I'm holding. I know. I'm kind of holding out till when we're talk about it. Holding out another week or so, so it's fresh. Yeah, me too. So any of those people waiting for it that aren't I'm getting sorry. it from us, sorry, I always feel a little guilty. I do too. But I really do get it for 21 days. It, a lot but of when people it's just take sitting there their I feel bad. 21 days yeah. to
0: finish the book, right? right? Like it takes them that much time to get through. Not usually for me. No. But. But, okay. It's okay that sometimes I need the full time. Right. It's okay. It is okay. 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 Well, what's on your shelf? Oh, so many things this t- last little while because I've been reading my heart out. That's awesome. It is awesome. It's felt great. Actually, Good. I've missed it. Um, but I'm going to start with the library of lost things. Okay, library, you got me. Every time, right? The Library of Lost Things by Phaedra Patrick. I hope I said that correctly. Um, I This book is fun. It's a library, yeah. right? The main character, she's single. She's in her 40s, never married. She works in a library. Um, she's... You kind of get to know a little bit of snippets of her past. She's took care of her aging parents, okay. which is part
1: of what has kept, kept her, her, you know, single. Preoccupied somewhere else mm-hmm. and so didn't have that opportunity.
0: Yes. Um, while working one day, she you can tell she's trying to kind of climb the ladder within the library into administration and, and seems to... Um, apply and apply and apply and she's never chosen. Uh You know, she's always passed up by other people and, but she continues on and just kind of a humdrum type of life. Um, She's always doing things for others. She does someone's laundry. She's fixing a thing for the school, a school class. She's just,
1: Kind of of walked on
0: and taken advantage of even her sister, you know, she has this one younger sister who is married and has two children and she's always babysitting she drops her kids off unannounced. And even though it's not, she's not supposed to have the, you know, she shouldn't be watching her children while she's working, but she takes advantage. Right. It's that kind of a situation. She's that person. Okay. One day, um, a book is dropped off at the library and she realizes like it's not a library book. And as she looks oh. closer at it, she recognizes the stories. The stories are stories that she made up as a child. And so she's recognizing. So she's like, wait a minute, where did this come from? It has no cover. It's kind of huh. worn and tattered. And as she learns more about this book, it kind of takes her on a little adventure uh-huh. and she finds, um, she finds her grandmother, who she thought passed away years and years ago, is actually still alive. What? So now, all of a sudden, it's opened up all these doors. It is such a charming, fun sounds- story of a woman who, whose life took a turn at a young age, and it caused her to make a lot of sacrifices uh-huh. for her own life, for uh, to the service of others, and it's her way of. Getting it back. Getting back. Correcting. Self-correcting. Yes. Getting back all the right It's such back. a fun story. I actually awesome. loved it. My favorite part was just her own journey of finding her voice and learning to stand up for herself. And I loved that so much. Anyway, yeah.
1: so I gave it four stars. The Library awesome. of Lost Things. That sounds great. Okay, the first one I'm going to talk about today is One Day in December by Josie Silver. Um, it It was on my list last year to read and I never could get it. And so this year I was able to get it. That's what the cover looks like. Yes, I have seen this. Yeah, it was on a lot of lists last year. It came out in 2018, so it's actually a couple years old. Um, but it's a great romantic comedy romance novel. Um, okay, I gave it three stars, which is right usually where I put a book like that. Three stars on it's no, it's not any great literature, but it's an enjoyable romantic story. Yeah. So, um, but I, it's, love it. I loved it. It was perfect. It's in de- in December one day, she's on a bus and she's single. She's young and she makes eye contact. She never went to really thought about love at first sight or think it is really true, but she makes eye contact with this guy who's not on the bus in the bus station. And she just knew from that first second that she needed like this, this was a guy for her. Like they needed okay. to meet. And she felt like he had that same reaction. Like he saw her and it was like a mutual thing Sweet. and the bus took off. And so she is like, I've got to find this guy. I've got to find this guy. She spends the whole next year looking everywhere for this guy, going back to the bus station at the same time or trying to cross paths again, which it doesn't happen in the next year. And then one day at a Christmas party, her best friend introduces her to her new boyfriend and it's him. It's him. Dun, 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 dun. So it kind of goes through their lives over a, a longer period of time, um, weaving in and out of their lives. And both of them know this, but they don't say anything to the friend. And it just, all the things pursue after that. And to see where they're, choices take them and doing the right thing versus what you know maybe they want to do or okay who they date who they just missing and not missing and blah 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 blah. sliding doors yes very it's good it was fun i liked it all right it was easy read yes just enjoyable and nothing too heavy or hard or awesome yeah it was great Three stars. I love it. I love those kinds. I did a lot of of like holiday books this year, That's and I kind of really fun. enjoyed it. I yeah. love that. It was fun to have a kind of a different theme for the month. I love it. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's see. The next one I'm going to talk about is I'll talk about the X Hex, which is so similar. Okay. Okay. I got that one on my list as well. Like romantic comedy type book with a spin of magic. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So the idea of this book, I gave it three stars. Same reasoning as you, right? It's like, you're not going to, you're not breaking any boxes here with like deep thoughts. Right. Right. But so it's lighthearted, romantic comedy. There's a few scenes just. In case you were wondering. Uh-huh. But so fun. Um, the idea is that magic, right, is right under our nose. And there's certain people who can do it and they keep it hidden. And in one particular town, it's kind of a hot spot for magic. There's a university and half the university is teaching magic and half is just like regular schooling. Uh-huh. And in the town, they have like on Halloween, like a big Halloween fell festivities and the lines of magic that run under the town Mm -hmm. need to be strengthened and there's a family that like started the lines there and so historically it's their job to straighten the lines so a son is sent like in his 20s he's sent to go and do the job of straightening strengthening the lines of magic and um he spent some time there you know eight years prior where he met another witch and they had a romantic whirlwind and it ended badly. Right. And so at the time, this, the girl who was scorned, right? She jokingly with her cousin hexes or yeah hexes uh-huh. her ex, right? This boy. Okay. And she kind of puts a hex on him jokingly like, Oh yeah. Like in the bathtub when they're, you know, just teasing and joking around, but it actually, it actually works. So when, but they don't know that because that that was back in the day. When he comes mm-hmm. back to the town, it starts to affect him. So when he's there locally, that that yes, on him. and so it causes quite a few hiccups and problems as he's there trying to just strengthen the lines. He's actually releasing a lot of like bad magic and they have to figure out how to stop it. And they realize this hex has Ooh. taken hold and she's kind of falling for him again. And so it's that whole um, dilemma. It was fun. I gave it three stars. Certainly like a quick, easy read, super fun twist of magic in a, in a romance,
1: yeah. a good p- palate cleanser. Absolutely. I love to throw those ones in between some of the heavier ones. Yes. Something like that. So awesome. I look forward to that when it's on my list. It is. It was fun. Um, okay. One I read is Clara and the sun by Kazuo Ishiguro. Ishiguro. I feel like I know this one too. This one, um, has been on a lot of lists and maybe even took the Goodreads award for science fiction. In this year, this year. Okay. Yeah. It came out in March of this year. If it didn't win, it was nominated. It was definitely a nominee. Like a finalist. A finalist. Yeah. Um, so, science fiction. Not my genre, typically. Why did I pick it up? I don't even know. <laughs> to tell you the truth. But you finished it. But I did finish it, and it it's interesting. It's very interesting. I'd say as far as sci-fi, it's sci-fi mild, sci-fi light. Okay. <laughs> so, which was good for me. <clears throat> but, um, so the story is, it's... Um, Artificial intelligence, so these artificial robots, they call them um, AF, an artificial friend. So they refer to them as AFs. They're robots, but they're referred to as AFs. And their technology is very, very um, specific. Like, they have feelings. They can read facial expressions. They can read. They pay attention to a lot, and they have this learning dynamic to them so they can remember and learn from you and know how to react and know feelings so it's more than just a robot that can robotically interact with you these are very human-like like Like, it's an artificial friend and it's a very big deal for our the teenagers of this time to get an artificial friend like what who's your af and what model are they like this is the conversation of the time and so it starts (laughs) out in a shop where the AFs are and they're on a shelf. So this AF is on the shelf and she is observing. She's telling you all her observations. The sun goes up, it comes down people that walk by what their conversations are and the shop owner and her, you know, getting put the shop being put away at night and the AFs being taken down and put back in the back of the room, the storage room and they didn't get picked that day. And, it's that part is super interesting from a non-human point of view, looking out into our human world and ah. giving you. So there were some super interesting um Thoughts, uh-huh. and then a girl. You know, different families come in and they're asking about her, and she's one of the older models. And they thought this model had these glitches in it. So tell me about her. What's special about her? Because they're not all the same. Mm. And Clara specifically is really good at, at observations. She can observe and mimic very, very well. And so, like when the a family comes in, they'll say, um, "You've watched my daughter." talk like her, answer a question as she would, walk like her, you know, so they, they end up choosing her and taking her home and she's learning of the world through this family and interacting with them and finding her place in this family. She's a robot, but she's like a human. She's a character. It's so different. And one of the most interesting things to me was, um, this takes place in the, it's futuristic. So, the kids don't go to school. All of their stuff is online. They have online schools. Okay. And so everything is online and they they meet with their teacher, professor in these online forums and stuff. But university is in person. So to prep students for university, they do these like group socials so that they have social skills, so that they oh learn how to interact with other kids their age And how to have discussions. So they're almost like these social parties and they have to go to them. It's required. It's part of their learning and it looks good on their applications. It's to get together in these social things. It's, it's really different. It's kind of scary in a way to think that that's very well could be what we're going to. Yeah. And it's kind of scary. And what are the pros and cons along with that? Anyway, I gave it two stars Okay, A sci-fi, so <laughs> not my fave, but sure. it's getting really great reviews, I'm sure, among the sci-fi community. I'm sure there's some I just didn't read deep enough into a lot of the meaning. because
0: sure.
1: Again, not my genre,
0: but... And that's okay. Might be yours. It might be. So. Very good. Okay. My next one I'm going to talk about is Home Fire by Camilla Sh- Shamsie. Okay. Camilla Shamsie. Um, this one was not at my local library, but I had seen it a few places and then it went on sale at Audible. Okay. And so I bought it because it was not very expensive. And I'm like, oh, I always do that. I always jump on a chance. So, um, read it or listen to it through Audible. And it's the story of two daughters who are like early 20s. Mm-hmm. they are trying to find their way in the world. Their mother has passed away. Their father has also passed away, but he, before he died, had left their family and become involved with a terrorist group. Um. So okay. they, they're based in England. Mm-hmm. Um. And so they grew up, he was, shoot, they were born and raised in England. In England. Okay. Um, but their father just became interested in, this group and left their family totally left them high and dry and became involved, um, in the middle East with a terrorist group. And so, um, they are, they, they're totally investigated when they were younger. The mother was, the mother was still alive at the time and they were investigating all the things and they were because of his, because of his involvement. involvement, Okay. Mm -hmm. And they know, and they know that he passed away and that he was killed. But, um, they still do a deep investigation, and they are, like, found to not at all have known anything any about conflict. it. No, there's no about- – So they're totally cleared of any wrongdoing. Like, they don't yeah. – They're not suspected. But even still, the way that they're treated and, like, the things that they're, like, raised to know and respond and the way mm-hmm. that they answer questions and, like, all those things, like, they're – It's very different than what I've ever experienced, you know, what a normal citizen would ever be put through. Like she at the beginning of the book, the older sister is quite smart and educated and she's given her mother dies young and she's given. They also have a brother, a younger brother than them, and he's kind of in and out of the story, but she's. Because their mother died young, she devoted her life to raising these two younger siblings. So she's like sister slash mother, and she's final. They're finally adult, and she's like, "I'm gonna go now, finish what Do I wanted." Food. And so she's going to America to complete some education, and she has a professor there that's sponsoring her and the whole bit. And her experience at the airport, just to go to America, she is. When she checks in, she's taken to a room where she's, questioned. she's left alone for hours. Oh. She watches that she miss- misses her plane because they're not going to hold the plane for her. Right. And she just has, she she's not allowed, she knows, she's been taught right. that she's not allowed to throw a stink about she it. She
1: just has to deal with it all. Yes.
0: And she if she does, then it's going to seem as if, why do you need to be on that plane so bad? What are you going to do?
1: Right.
0: You know, it's like they just, and they go through her. All of her belongings, like the whole experience. Aww. Anyway, it was very eye opening and, and they have quite a story and the younger sister gets involved with a diplomat's son mm-hmm. in England and that whole brings a whole other element to their experience. And then the son trying to learn about whatever happened to his family and why are they treated the way they are and his road. Um, you know, this younger brother's road and path. It's fascinating and the way that we treat yeah. people right. because of what one person did. Yes. And what does that do? Like what do, what effect does that have when we treat people a certain way?
1: I effect on them and effect on us. It, like It really
0: does. And it was so interesting to me because I thought if I was Constantly being treated like a criminal? I probably would be like, why
1: you know? Might it, as well be a criminal. All right. If everyone's gonna think I am I'm anyway. Just
0: saying, like we don't make it easy for yes. people to make right decisions.
1: Right, right.
0: We when you pigeonhole someone anyway, it was fascinating to me. It's a harder book to read. Mm-hmm. I will say it's it's a deeper, you have to really question your own beliefs, the way you treat people and look at people, and and maybe not like I don't consider myself a racist person. But at the same time, I probably have opinions about the processes uh-huh. that we have for people. Because I think, well, we're just trying to be safe. We right. want to keep everybody safe. But is that necessarily right? It made right. me question a lot of the things that I haven't ever questioned before. You're just—they're just doing what's right for safety's purposes, and I don't necessarily now. I second guess what is the right what is the way right to do things. What's yeah. the right process? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Anyway, in that regard, I'm so glad that I read it. I gave it four stars, but be ready for like some harder topic, some harder like
1: self-evaluation. Okay. Those are those are good important books. Yeah. It just they, they are. You just need it's those not light and fluffy romantic comedies in the middle. In Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Okay, my next book is When Life Gives You Pairs. The Healing Power of Family, Faith, and Funny People by Jeannie Gaffigan and Jim Gaffigan. Oh, fun. Okay. G- you know Jim Gaffigan. Love him. We are huge fans. Yes. We, like, a year ago bought tickets. He came to Utah just recently, and we took my kids to see him. We've listened to his stand-up in our car on road trips, multiple, multiple times. We listen to it over and over and over again. My kids think he is the funniest person in the world. (laughs) He is funny. And he is funny. We really enjoy him. We've listened in the car to his book. Um, I think he has two books, actually. I think we've listened to both of them. But his wife, Jeannie, wrote a book as well. And we had never listened to that. Now, my kids didn't listen to it with me the whole time. But if it was on in the car, they were listening and they were loving it. That's awesome. So it is really good. And it's a little, like, she's funny. She writes with him. She is a writer f- for him. And the Jim Gaffigan show, they had a show together. She was a writer on that. So she's a comedy writer. That's cool. Which is way cool. Like his, she helps with all of his stuff. He's the face. Sure. But she's very much a part of it. They work together. Um, very closely but they've got five children and after the fifth one was born I don't remember how old he was like maybe one she started having some hearing issues where she just thought maybe her ears were clogged or anyway it turns out and then some balance issues turns out she had a pear-sized tumor in her brain wow and it's that's what this story is all about she writes about – and, like, he's talked about it in his stand-up before that she had a brain tumor, but obviously it's comedy. Like, it's very lighthearted and funny the way he talks about it because why else would you put it in your comedy show if it wasn't something funny to talk, you know? Yes. And so I thought, yeah, she had a tumor and he's, you you know, everything's okay. But, oh, my gosh, like, she almost died. Wow. It was serious. It was – very serious and it took months and months of recovery afterwards. She had to learn to re-talk. She had to learn oh like all these things again and she's funny. So it's written, it's serious, but it's funny. She's a very faith driven person. So she talks a lot about, um, She prayed with the surgeon, like made the surgeon hold her hands, and she put a prayer, said a prayer for him in his hands (laughs) right before surgery. And she would search out the nuns in the hospital to have them come and talk to her. Like she is a very faith driven person, and she was raised that way. And, you know, Jim kind of in his comedy, like he portrays himself as a kind of a goofy dad that doesn't have much. But he is a very work-oriented, driven, like when she writes about him, it shows a different side of him and how scared he was and how hard this was on him and his family and what it took to get through it. Yeah. It was so good. It
0: sounds so good. It was
1: funny. It was heartfelt. It was inspiring it was all the things i gave it five stars it's a fantastic read That's and she awesome. um she reads some of it herself the audiobook but her um her voice box was affected by the surgery or, and so she has she's very raspy and had a hard time learning to talk again afterwards it took a long time so her sister who they said sounds a lot like her Reads the first half of the book, and Jeannie does the foreword, and then she does some at the end. It's interesting to hear her voice then versus now. So you Um, can
0: kind of tell, you can tell the difference. Definitely. Interesting. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Crazy how life all of a sudden in one day can just turn around and all your plans. You never know. Now your plans are at the hospital with surgeons and doing something else. So Priorities shift. Absolutely. Very quickly. It was oh, I it really was want to read excellent. That. Really, really good book. I love it. Yeah.
0: Just jumped to the top of my list. That one sounds really good. Okay. Um, the last one I'm going to talk about today is The Lincoln Highway by Amor Towles. Sounds good to me. I, I think that's how we say it. Um, this is a newer book
1: on yes, a lot
0: of lists this year. It came out in October. So I've I've had it on hold for a while. So I think I put it right on hold just because that uh-huh. so many people are talking about
1: it everywhere.
0: Yeah, finally got it over uh-huh. Christmas break, and um, was able to read it. And I was looking forward to it. This is a different book, like than I anticipated. I will just say that. And I don't know if other people feel the same way. So I just feel like I have to throw that out there. Um, I anticipated this journey between a brother and you know this guy and his little brother as they yeah. travel um across the US to California. It is not that.
1: Which is so weird so I just recently started this like 2 days ago. I'm not very far into it. But that's yes. exactly what it starts out as. They're going they're going to go on a journey to California together. Yeah, which I find really interesting because it's called the Lincoln Highway, but
0: I don't know that they are like on it all that much. So <laughs> It's a very interesting title choice. But they, um, it is an adventure of a boy uh-huh. and his little brother. Right. And it is this adventure with them. And they go and they meet a lot of different characters. Two in particular are with them throughout their whole journey. Um, and they, it's just a happenstance. I don't even know how to describe it. Just there, nothing goes right. right. They are pulled apart and then reunited and pulled apart and reunited. It is just a jumble. And the whole time you want to just strangle the older brother and be like, are you an idiot? Like what are you right. take where are you taking this little boy? But it is so fun and it's it's a really great story. What a fun imagination. Like I never could have come up with this. It's super fun and they go all over the place. I gave it four stars. It was just really unexpected. All the ways that it ended and then what the story yeah. is actually about was super unexpected, but I did give it four stars. So the
1: Lincoln highway. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to finish it. Uh, it's. I just it's don't want to spoil anything. There's yeah. just all kinds no. of things
0: happening in this book and I don't want to awesome. give any of
1: it away. All right. My last book is great circle by Maggie Shipsteed. This is a super long book. This was my 25 hour book that um that I chose as my last book of 2021 and took me a little into 2022 to finish but only I can only a little only bit. a little um, this was super interesting i knew nothing about it before i started it it's it came out in may of this year um and i don't even know what really led me to it but it is as i started reading it the thought came to mind of kind of a mix between Daisy Jones and the six and the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. It reminded me of a Taylor Jenkins read. Ooh. And what specifically is I started reading it. And when I read Daisy Jones and the six, I honestly thought Daisy Jones and the six was a real band. I totally did. When I was done reading and I was like, I'm going to buy her that album that, obviously an album I need to know yes like I was and then when I went to find it and it wasn't there and I'm like wait what and I was totally (laughs) fooled into thinking this was a real thing so as I'm reading this I'm like I gotta find out right now (laughs) if I if this is a real person or not because it is written so incredibly well you would think Marion Graves is a real person she is not. She is a fictional character. Okay. Um, In the 1950s, a fictional character she, um, who wants to learn to fly a plane. She grows up with her twin brother in Montana. Their parents, for, and it goes into it at the beginning, for various reasons, aren't, aren't able to raise them. Okay. And so they send the twins out to their... Their uncle, who's in Montana, and they're kind of just raised on the wild. They just raise themselves. Uncle's an artist, and he does his artwork, and he's, he loves them. He cares for them, but it's the great open, and they wake up in the morning, and they take off. Kind of have free and range. They, they are totally free range children. Completely. I love it. Don't wear shoes. Maybe not. sometimes not wear clothes. And Marion is very much a tomboy it there is really she is going to run with the boys she's got this her and her brother have this best friend caleb who's involved in all their childhood shenanigans and it follows them through life and one day she's out in a field and a plane flies really really low right over her head and she is just drawn like scared but intrigued and she's got to figure out who that is and how she's going to learn how to fly a plane like that. She's already like a mechanic taking care of uncle's car and, you know, knows all the ins and outs of how the car works and fixes it and how it runs and stuff. And she's pretty much self-taught, but she takes this opportunity and she does what she has to do to learn how to fly. And she's a girl, so it doesn't come easy. Nobody wants to teach a girl how to fly a plane, Hmm. but they, it starts like after world war one, there's all these people who know how to fly but not the need for pilots anymore. So it oh. led to stunt pilots doing shows all over the country. So that's what this, this couple that flew the plane over Montana, they were stunt pilots and they were just coming and doing shows. And so then oh, because there fun. were so many accidents and deaths because of that, that the government got involved and start regulating flying and regulating a license to learn how to fly and the logs of flying and all these different things. It talks about that a little bit, but she figures out how to, and it's like the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Like she does what she has to do to get where she needs to go. Not pretty, not always pretty when you're a girl and nobody wants to give you a chance and you got to figure out a way to do what you want to do through the door that no one will let you through exactly and so there it is Crass. there it's a bit crass um it, vulgar there's you know the, it's it's very i didn't find it too harsh but it is very literal of probably what somebody in her situation would have gone through got it and and then it leads into world war 2 and what's, you know, wanting to help out with the war efforts, but they don't want female pyrelots. It's, it just, it, it spans her whole life. And it's, it's a 25 hour book. But honestly, eight hours into it, I looked down and saw I was eight hours into it and felt like I had just started it. Wow. It went so fast. I found That's it awesome, very, very interesting and realistic, so realistic I honestly thought I'd be able to find the obituary of Marion Graves and uh, the story of Marion Graves. It's it's really good. That's awesome. I enjoyed it a lot. Great historical fiction. Um, yeah, so I gave cool. it five stars. Five stars. So two books Sweet. in a row for me, five stars. That was a good reading month great, for you. It was a great way to end 2021. Absolutely. A really good book. Yeah. Very cool. Well, good.
0: Yeah. Look at all these new books that I have to
1: read. Right? I'm so excited about it. Welcome to the new year and new books on your list. Absolutely. Fantastic. Um, That's so exciting. I can't wait. Find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for voting for our book of the year. Oh, that was so fun. Super fun. Apples Never Fall from Leanne Moriarty. What a great win. Yeah. So, so interesting. So thank you for participating. We love that you're here with us. Yeah. Be thinking
0: of that for next year because we'll yeah. have another vote. So read along with us yeah. so you can participate. That'd New be tradition.
1: Loved it. I know. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. Yeah, please
0: rate and subscribe and tell your friends. We love our listeners so much. Yes. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And And this this is your book book club.